Welcome to the Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness Podcast. If you like went through and mapped out your entire week that you were awake of like what you're doing um, and wrote it in like one hour blocks or something like you will be very surprised at how not busy you are. You just you just become busy with like stupid stuff. Each week we sit down to bring you practical, actionable health and fitness information and help you sit through all the noise. Like commitment is so underrated. Like if you want anything, if you want any anything in life, any progress whatsoever, like you just gotta commit to it. Like that's just that's the fact. We hope you enjoy this week's episode of Two Idiots Talk Health and Fitness with Ryan and Tyler. What is up, everyone? We are back. Episode 91. Fresh intro. Fresh intro. That thing is that thing is hitting. So hopefully you guys are, are digging the little shake up there at the beginning uh, that debuted with episode 90. Thanks to Tyler's hard work. I know nothing about any of that. So shout out to Tyler for uh, making a little new intro music there shout out to everybody that tuned in last week got some comments on uh the irs mail thing five dollar five dollar shoveling fee yeah we got we got some Uh, stuff so we got some we got some comments there and you know today's the day i think i'll i'll retract my uh my statement on katanning we we got a lot of questions last week so glad to see that they came out firing yeah, glad to see everybody hopping in there. Had to get called out uh, twice, some... but you got called out twice. No, they had to get called out twice. You called uh, them out on the pod. I caught them out in, in the members group. Yeah, so we got but... it done. We got some. We got some cues. They came out uh, though. They came out. Yeah, good questions. Good questions. We're going to get into today. So, anything to really talk about? I mean, I don't. Uh, yeah, not really any announcements or anything. Or what do you got? I think I'm gonna make my bid for the X Games. I didn't. Did I didn't. Fall, I didn't fall like once over the weekend Damn. snowboarding. Killed it out there. I'll it's make cold. my bid, dude. It was freezing. That's a cold day to be out there, man. You ever get windburn before? Uh, no, because I don't go outside when it's cold as shit. Yeah, I got windburn on the back of my neck. It fucking hurt. <laughs> you're gonna. Like, this, you're gonna bad. start looking like those like dudes that just live on boats in like Ocean City that have like the leather neck. <laughs> Yeah. That's going to be you. Like, just wind burned right across my neck. It was brutal. I didn't even know I had it until, like, I went to shower Saturday night. Like, first bit yeah, of water that hit worst, my neck. Man. I was like... In- I just get that from, like, running, like, my legs or whatever. Oh, yeah. Like, I'll, I'll be like, ah, I'm good, and then hop in there. And it's like, ah. Yeah. Ah. Like, ah. Yeah, it hits yeah. you, so... Good yeah. stuff, man. Top golf on Friday. Yeah, man. Top golf. I screwed my shoulder up there, but that's all right. It's still yeah, worth it. We got. Uh, I think we got some members that want to go. Really? So we might have to. Uh, might have to put something together. Oh, could be a fun get, time. Get, you know, it's it's nice and easy to reserve a bunch of bays. <laughs> Top golf. So uh, well, we might I, have to put something together. You know, yeah, I feel. I feel if we got a big group, we can. Uh, we can actually make it happen for once. Yeah, we could do like the official official deal instead of just bootlegging it. But yeah, got some got some people that want to go, man. So I think we can uh, take a look at making something happen there. All and right. uh, let's just dive in. Let's get yeah. right into it. BS enough last week, so that's it. We got we a got bunch of questions. questions to hammer out, and yeah, let's man. do it. All right. Um. So let's go through. Let's hit an easy one. I, I feel like a. Easy is the the best way to start. So, first one: Are cheat days okay? Absolutely. Yeah. Not only are they okay, they're helpful. I would I would say they're they're almost necessary for long term 
sustainable progress. Um, oh yeah. Love a good, love a good cheat day. So I, I, I do it a little bit differently sometimes. So like in the past, I've definitely done the like hundred percent on track all week. And then like Saturday night, like one meal all week planned out, like going hard. Mm -hmm. Um, and then lately, which that usually works pretty well for me for a while. Yeah. And then really, I just want like that Saturday night meal, like every meal or whatever. So <laughs> what I've been, I've been doing this time is a little bit more of like a, a little looser structure. So instead of being like a hundred percent on and then having one like monster meal or something, uh, I just been kind of like 90% on for the whole week. So just kind of sneaking some stuff in there here and there. Yeah. Um, without doing like the big binge fest meal on the weekend, but yeah, gotta love a good, good little cheat meal, especially out in containing, man. You got some options. We gotta yeah. get to the creek house. I mean, these I pictures of the still gotta get out there looking fantastic. Somebody put up a picture in the Armstrong group the other day that looked like high school cafeteria turkey mashed potato lunch, which looked disgusting. <laughs> Uh, so I won't be going to that place, but, uh, some good options out there, but yeah, the, uh, the cheat meals is, is good for your mental state, yeah, for your cravings, for your urges so that you don't go off the deep end otherwise. Uh, so it kind of keeps you, keeps you moving, gives you something to look forward to throughout the week so that you don't, you know, grab some of that stuff. If it's scheduled and it's structured, uh, cheat meal definitely not cheat day yeah you don't want to just go hammer for an entire day or else you can kind of derail all your all your calorie deficit from the week but uh what are your thoughts man yeah i mean i think uh just like what you're saying right there cheap meal is fine um you know because it does it's really really helpful for the psychology of you know what you're doing long-term sustainability it's going to help you you know feel better uh over the long term uh, cheat days are not really that great because you will, you know, wreck your calorie deficit very, very quickly. It's not hard. Um, it really isn't, uh, you know, one meal is sufficient in getting enough, um, extra calories and so forth as you go through. Now, the other side that I look at cheat meals with is not only is it good for the psychology and so forth, it actually can be extremely helpful for, your body and for progress. Um, you know, when we're going through and when we're eating, um, extremely well and, and on point all the way through, you know, we are giving our body what it needs to function, but we are still depleting it down of certain nutrients, specifically more so carbohydrates and glycogen and so forth. So these cheat meals act as a way to kind of resupply the body with glycogen and things like that, whenever you're going through and working out. So, the other thing that I want to kind of note though, real quick with cheat meals is do not like glorify them. Um, don't, don't look at these people, you know, who do these monstrous cheat meals all the time. You know, uh, the easiest one for me that I can throw out is the rock. Like he always posts his cheat meals on Instagram and Facebook and things like that on his accounts. You're not the rock. So don't do what he's doing. Um, you know, don't, don't do what he's doing. Don't eat what he's eating. Um, you know, his stuff is, is regimented to a T and he has people doing that for him. Um, so you have to find what works for you when it comes to these types of things, but that glycogen restorage, uh, can be extremely helpful for the body, help with recovery, help you with all these types of things. Cause one big thing that tends to happen when you're in a caloric deficit for a while and the glycogen stores begin to drop is it can start to mess with your sleep and other functions of the body. So by going through kind of resupplying that glycogen, so re-upping the carbs a little bit for a day, uh, you can really kind of get your body just back to a pretty okay spot in terms of making sure your sleep doesn't get disrupted and making sure, you know, other functions about of the body aren't getting disrupted as well. But again, strategically planned out, you know, Hey, I'm going to do it on Saturday night or something along those lines. The other thing that I should say too, is cheat meals don't have to be what you see on like social media and so forth. They could simply just be, I'm eating pasta tonight with my protein. Like it could be as simple as that. It doesn't have to be like, I'm going to go eat 
four pieces of French toast and then this and then that. And like, that's my cheat meal. Like it can be a lot simpler. Um, you know, obviously if you want that cool, you know, eat it, but it doesn't have to be that complicated. You know, a lot of times in the fitness space, cheat meals are also deemed as like refeed days or, um, you know, depending on how you look at it, you know, if you're carb cycling, it could be kind of bought into there. Uh, and that's simply just increasing your carbohydrates for the day. And that's it. So, you know, maybe that's eating an extra piece of toast at breakfast, having an extra quarter cup of rice at lunch, and then an extra half cup of rice at dinner. That's it. Everything else stays the exact same. You just re-upped your carbs to kind of help you out. And then you move on. You know, everybody loves carbs, so it's easy. But other than that, I mean, cheat meals are fine. They're fine. Sustainability is necessary and, uh, you know, important. So if you try to eat hundred percent all the time, just forget about it. We've said it so many times on this podcast. Yeah. Go ahead. Slide over to the craft task, get a little, uh, burger yeah. with some other meats on it and you're good to go. Have yeah. a good time. That's yeah. It. But plan it out, schedule it. You don't want to like have it planned for Saturday and then Friday night yeah. food and be like, Oh, this is my meal. Cause then when Saturday comes that one that you already kind of eyeing up, you're going to hit that one too. And then it's like Friday's bad. Saturday's bad. And usually Sunday or whatever. So yeah. You, yeah. Plan you, it out and uh, have a good time. What's next? What do we got? How long should I take to recover after a workout? You want to kick us off? Yeah. Um, it really depends. The all loving two or three words. It all depends. It depends. Um, you know, it depends on you. It depends on how well your body, uh, kind of goes through that recovery process. Ideally when, you know, we're, we're talking with people who are getting into the gym for the first time, or maybe it's been a while, you want to give yourself probably a day or so in between your workouts. Um, you know, most times we'll look at, you know, five days of the week, Monday through Friday, you go Monday, Wednesday, Friday, you have Tuesday and Thursday to recover. And then you have two days on the weekends to recover as well. And that's because recovery is extremely necessary. Um, that is where you actually make your progress. It's not doing the exercise. It's through the recovery that you actually get stronger and so forth. Um, so you really have to base it off of you and base it off of, um, you know, how you're feeling, how your body's re responding to everything, things like that. Also what you're doing, are you sleeping? Well, are you eating appropriately? You know, are you doing anything else that might be of benefit from long massage, you know, stretching, anything like that? Like, all these things play a part in recovery as well, you know, active movement, um, you know, and so you got to look at all these other variables on top of it to see, all right, am I doing things that are going to help my body recover faster or am I doing nothing? And that's going to make my body recover much more slowly. Like you have to actually do things to help your body recover at a much more efficient, timely manner. Um, so just sitting and doing nothing after a workout is horrible. Yeah. So, you know, everybody that's new listeners, obviously Tyler was talking about the, the, it depends thing. That's, that's been a huge Q and a episode answer. Um, Cause that's just how it is. There's no one size the best. fits all. So I guess the easiest way to answer it would be long enough that it doesn't, that your, your workout isn't impacted by a previous one. So yeah, like that's if you're, a good way to look at if it. you're not recovered and you're weaker or you're tired or you're, you know, you're just not able, you're so sore that you can't, you can barely do anything, you know? So soreness isn't necessarily the indicator. It's more like performance based. So if you have my zone and you notice that like your heart rate is much higher when you're not really doing much, that's a good sign that you're not recovered. Um, if you see that spiking up and jumping up much easier than normal. Um, if you're, yeah, if you're, if you're not able to use the same amount of weights as normal, uh, whatever it might be, uh, those are some good indicators, but just long enough that it's not impacting what you're doing, you know, and, and that can mean if you feel like you're not recovered, you know, maybe you just do a little bit of light cardio to get some blood moving and, and to aid recovery versus doing like another hard lifting workout or something. But yeah, um, everybody's capacity is different. You know, your cardio really helps with recovery and um, how, how much recovery you need in between workouts. So yeah, just long enough that, you know, it doesn't impact your, your next workout really in, in one of those ways. Yeah. And like, 
again, going back to the same kind of thing I was talking about with cheat meals, like what you see from other people is what they have. You know, the rock works out six, seven days a week, you know, all these other people you might follow on Instagram or whatnot work out multiple days a week. They also have more time on their hands to go through and do recovery based things that are necessary to help them. That's one of the things Ryan and I talk about with the dude that we both follow who runs and lifts all the time, like six, seven days a week. And there's no way not either of us are really going to go through and do that just because the amount of time. Partially because we're lazy, but partially. Yeah. But you know, the other side of it is like, he has the time, you know, he has the, the, the time and the money to be able to have all these recovery based things, have massage therapists, have ice baths, have a sauna in his house, have all these things that help him with his recovery and, and so forth. And that's what helps him keep going, you know, the average person doesn't have that. So we have to find what works for the average person and what works for you. Uh, so we have to really kind of narrow things down and, and find the things that actually make sense for your life and your lifestyle and do those. So don't, again, we have to be very mindful about comparing to what we see on social media because it's just not a realistic aspect to, uh, to look at. Next what are some good ways to tone muscles when lifting weights? This is a good one. This is a good one because this is one I think a lot of people yeah. don't understand or get wrong or there's just a lot of misconceptions about it. So Yeah, a lot of misinformation. Yeah, so your muscle is muscle and it just grows. So there's no really way to get it to grow like differently. How it appears is going to be dependent on body fat levels and nutrition. Like if somebody is eating to like get as big as they possibly can and like bulk up, so to speak, you know, then the muscle is going to appear differently than somebody who's like eating in a calorie deficit, trying to get all shredded up, ripped up, you know, your body's going to look differently genetically and then also based on your nutrition uh and like i said if you're in a calorie deficit or whatnot and what you're trying to do but the actual lifting and the way you need to go about it doesn't really change either way when we're talking about building muscle if somebody's just purely trying to get strong and they don't care about the muscle then that's a different rep range and a different approach but if we're just talking about the the act of building muscle which Whenever people want to get toned, that's what we're talking about. Building some muscle, losing some body fat is what leads to somebody looking more toned. Um, so it used to be like in the 80s, it's like, you know, if you want big muscles, you do like some lower reps. If you want more of a tone thing, you just grab three pound pink dumbbells and do like 50 reps at a time. And that's not really the case. So your muscle just kind of grows through lifting weights. And then how it appears is going to be based on, you know, what your nutrition's looking like. If you're, if you want it to be more defined, more toned, then, you know, we got to probably take some body fat off the top of the muscle and then it's going to look more, more toned, more defined. If you want it to just be big, then, you know, that's a different story. So, um, I guess easy answer is you, is you just want to lift weights, do some sound weightlifting principles, you know, stay in that eight to 12 reps, compound movements, maybe throw some accessory movements in there, but, you know, progressively try to lift a little bit more weight as you get stronger, as the muscle gets bigger and then dial in your nutrition, throw in a little bit of cardio and, and you'll look, you'll look more toned up. Yeah. Toned was a, a word coined by marketers and magazines and so forth uh, back in the day in the seventies and eighties as a way to attract uh, specifically females into the gym. Um, that was kind of like the way that they took this, you know, building muscle aspect and tried to market it elsewhere um, to draw in more attention. You know, gyms back in the 70s and 80s were specifically mostly males. And somebody within the industry realized there was this massive untapped market of females, but they were too, um, you know, almost afraid, but too skeptical because they don't want to get big and bulky like a lot of the males look like. 
So they came up with this meaning of toned as a way to kind of just describe a leanness of the body and so forth for a female. So tone is essentially just the leanness of the body, how, how the muscles look in comparison and so forth. So what Ryan said, you know, uh, in my context on this, just keep lifting weights, keep lifting weights and eat right. And you'll, you'll tone up, I guess, uh, is the best way to go with it. And if you uh, can't tone it, tan it. There you go. There you it'll go. be good to go. <laughs> we should talk about that one day. How, how being tan, like really changes the way you look. Yeah. I stole that line from somebody. I just wanted to work it in there. I figured, uh, we're going to go with the one question that we talked about before we started. That way we can just get it out of the way. Um, menopause hormonal changes affecting weight. Yeah. So we got like a couple versions of stuff like this. Yes. Like hormones, menopause. Yeah. Just, yeah, just talking be. hormones, body, you know, things like that. Um, I'm I a 30 year old dude. <laughs> I'm a 26-year-old dude. 26-year-old dude. So, you know, to be transparent, this isn't really our, our wheelhouse. Uh, as as two idiots that talk health and fitness, uh, you know, we're definitely not doctors. It definitely can play a role. Yes. I would I would say it does not play as big of a role as people like to, you know, portray it to be um i think it's one of those common like not getting any results so like hormones yeah you know i think it's one of those it's kind of like it's kind of like metabolism as you age it's it's not really that big of a factor usually why it seems like more of a factor is because people are are not lifting weights as they age they do less as they age so then they're muscled deteriorates which then slows your metabolism as muscle is your metabolism like we've talked about so it's definitely a factor don't get me wrong definitely definitely plays a part um i don't think it plays as big of a part as people like to blame it uh on it's kind of like the i was gonna go to the pros but then i hurt my knee kind of thing like it's (laughs) it's not really the issue um I think it's like a multiplier. So if I think if you're not working yeah. out and you're eating terrible, then it's going to have a, a big impact. I, I think if you are working out and you are eating right and taking care of yourself, I don't think it's going to have as big of an impact as you think. And I also think it's something better suited for, for a doctor and not, not Dr. Oz either, a real doctor. No. Yeah. <laughs> uh, not, not a scumbag <laughs> doctor. Um, so, I mean, that's more of a talk to your doctor get some tests done, do some blood work, dive in, see what's going on type question. Not a 30 and 26 year old dudes talking some, talking some health and fitness uh, type type question. But I, I don't think, I guess just to conclude, it's not, uh, it's not as big of a factor as, as I think people are led to, to believe or, or blame it on. Yeah. I mean, again, we're, we're not really the best people on like the menopause front at all. Um, you know, if we're, if we're talking hormones, I I really think there's only one hormone that we can really like have any information on. And that would be just cortisol. Uh, I thought you were going to say testosterone. I was getting ready for a big, big, uh, flex there. Yeah. I I mean, I guess, I guess we could go that too, but even with those, like, those are things that like, you want to go get a test done you know, with your doctor to really know what your levels are like and so forth, you know, like we can have better information on testosterone than we can on menopause. But like, I really think cortisol, the stress hormone is like one of the only ones that we could really kind of talk about because there are things that we can give to try to, um, you know, balance that because a lot of that is done based off of like, if you're having poor recovery, poor sleep, you know, things like that. And we can change how things are based off of that uh, and so forth. But menopause is one that's a little bit more out of our playing field with stuff. Cause you're dealing with obviously the female hormones, you're dealing with uh, cortisol, you're dealing with other hormones that are affecting like mental health and things like that as well. Like there's a lot of stuff going on with that. Um, so go talk to somebody else. <laughs> We're not being rude, just <laughs> yeah, like, more or less. That, yeah, that's just and, that's and even so, like even alley. when we talk about 
you know, if we talk about cortisol or we talk about testosterone or we talk about estrogen, like, like we're scratching the surface, a significant impact is going to, you know, be at the extremes. Yeah. You know, if you're, if your T, if your test is a little low or, you know, something's going on with the, the levels, like it's not going to have a significant impact until you get to like the extremes, yeah. you know, like if you're a dude and you got extremely low testosterone that's going to have a significant impact or if you're you know at the other end of the spectrum and you're you know your ass is a pin cushion and you're and you're loading up on uh, on some juice all day long yeah. then you're gonna you know it's gonna have a significant impact on your ability to build muscle and burn body fat but yeah again those are at the very extremes where it's a significant impact i think if you're a little low or a little high one way or the other on stuff it's not gonna really impact your ability to you know get in shape or get out of shape that significantly again i think it's maybe a little bit of a multiplier but yeah uh, not not gonna be um the end of the world unless it's an extreme uh extreme case one way or the other yeah all right what else we got dude we have so many questions we're cruising i love it um so this person has an office job they work at a desk all day sometimes very long days they want to become more active throughout their day any good tips tricks or tools that you can recommend yeah we talked about this a little bit before so i'll let you uh kind of kick some ideas out there yeah so things like this um you know uh one smart watches make great um little features on them brian has it i have it and so forth where it basically just tells you like get up you know get up walk for a minute or two get up you know do whatever it might you know notify you of those are helpful because they're kind of just like nice little reminders you know just to like oh shit i've been sitting for a while like let me stand up you know sort of thing um but the one thing that i always recommend to people because we kind of talked on this with like neat uh, non-exercise activity thermogenesis and so forth. That's just like your daily activity throughout the day, excluding exercise and whatnot. Just doing little things. Walk to the further bathroom. Don't go to the one that's two cubicles away from you. Walk, you know, down the hall and down the steps. Go to that one. You know, little things like that done consistently throughout the day and so forth are super helpful. Take the stairs, not the elevator. Park further away at the grocery store, you know, things like that can, can really, really help out. If you are just stuck at the office all day, you know, scheduling out five minutes just to stand up and walk, you know, um, you know, if you can take a phone call on your cell phone or whatnot, do that and walk, you know, like you, you have to kind of find the little things that fit into your schedule that you can kind of play with and make work because it's going to be different for everybody. Some people, you can't do that in the office. You can't, you know, take the phone call on your cell phone and walk, you know, around, but somebody else can, you know, that person that can't, you know, maybe it's just a matter of they have to walk to the further bathroom, you know, three, four times a day instead, like it's going to be dependent upon what you can fit in and so forth. Other easy things that I would recommend, um, plan out stuff around like your meals, you know, eat lunch, don't take a full 30 minutes, maybe try to do it in 20 minutes and then walk around for 10 minutes, you know, do that in the morning, do that in the evening. Like you can throw like little tiny walks around your meals. That way it's kind of tagged in and, uh, that can greatly increase, you know, your daily activity and done consistently over a long period of time leads to a lot of beneficial changes and so forth. So 10 minute walks at all three meals is an extra 30 minutes of walking a day. Like that ain't, that's not that bad. You know, that's, that's pretty decent little, uh, pick up on that one. Um, but yeah, that's, that's kind of where I would go. Just work on finding the little things that you can kind of just throw in park further away, take the steps, not the elevator, walk to the further bathroom, things like that. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's plenty you can do. It just, you know, depends how much you care what people think about you. Uh, you know, that's you also can, true. <laughs> you can do all kinds of stuff at your, at your desk. Um, yeah, you can, you you know, can... from a mobility standpoint, definitely want to stand up, stretch it out every once in a while, get a little hip flexor in there, stretch out the quads a little bit, stretch out the hammies, you know, maybe, uh, you know, get the, get the spine moving a little bit. So stretching it out can definitely help. But I mean, depending on, you know, 
type of privacy you got, or, or again, if you care what people think about you, I mean, you can, you can be doing all kinds of stuff to death. I mean, you can, you can just every once in a while, just stand up, get a little, just get some, get, just get the knees going a little bit, you know, yeah, just, just, get the, the, just get the legs moving. Maybe you hit some, maybe you hit some push-ups, maybe a couple squats, you know, I've been there. Just, I've done that. Some, do some jumping jacks, some burpees. I mean, you, you can do a little bit of anything. You, you, you know, once an hour, you, you hit uh, 20, 30 mountain climbers on the floor or something, you know, you can, you can do all kinds of stuff if you don't care what people think, you know, yeah, I mean, you, you could be just, you can do full workouts at the old desk there. If you want to hit some push up, little incline push ups on the desk, maybe. Oh yeah, man. Done that. You know, we do a, we get it. Maybe we, maybe we swap out the chair for a, for an exercise ball, get some planks. You know, we, every once in a while, we just roll down on that baby, hit some, hit some medicine ball crunches or something, you know, there's all kinds of stuff you can do. So just, you know, keep it moving from the most simple stuff, like Tyler said, or, you know, if you got some privacy or don't care what people think you can, you can bang out all kinds of stuff at the desk. So I remember reading uh, an article about the the CEO and president of cliff, the energy bars and so forth and how he will do an entire workout through a, a board meeting. Like he, he like he'll literally just be on the table, just doing push ups and then doing like some squats as the board meetings going on and so forth yeah, like that. There you go. Like, it, hey, it's all about how you feel, you yeah. know, how people look at you and how you, you feel can about make it happen. You can make yeah. it happen. There's all kinds of stuff you can do. But yeah, I mean, just keep moving, you know, stay hydrated. So you got to get up and pee all the time. You yeah. Know, that'll, that'll keep you big moving. Help. So it's a big help. Yeah, lots of lots of options there, but definitely, you know, the stuff Tyler talked about, definitely get some stretching in there to keep you keep you loose, keep you healthy, and then you know, a lot of icing on the cake type things you can do as well. So Yeah. What's next? Uh, what do we got? Uh well, I didn't actually read the one comment earlier, and there's like six questions in it. So we got a whole bunch. Um so I'm gonna pick a couple. Yeah, we're we're well. So some of them wrap this baby up. Yeah, so, some of them we've kind of talked about. So um, we're gonna jump in on the last one real quick because we kind of just talked about it a little bit ago. Um, for those of uh, us who are over forty, who are in our forties and fifties, what are ways to overcome obstacles such as slower metabolism, arthritis, and slower recovery? Well, we've talked. Yeah, we talked on the the slower metabolism thing. It's not really a thing of a slower metabolism. It's just we got to build more muscle on the body to speed it back up. Your muscle has been paring down over the last number of years because you haven't been doing activity. So we got to build it back up so that your metabolism gets built back up as well. Yeah. Um, if you're, if you're lifting weights and you know, you're eating adequate protein, you know, eating a good diet and lifting weights, like your metabolism does, there's, there's a lot of studies now, like your metabolism doesn't drop as much, no. as you think as long as you're doing that stuff if you're not lifting weights and you're you know everybody's seen what old people eat you know like they eat like nothing so yeah you know your muscle definitely deteriorates if you don't if you don't use it you lose it type yeah. thing so and there are uh, tons of studies out now that actually show that aging has zero effect on, on the metabolism it's all the external factors of lack of activity and things like that that's yeah, what causes so, uh, the metabolism to you know, pare itself down, not aging. Yeah. So we, we kind of touched on that earlier. Not as, not as big of a deal as people make it out. Uh, we hit the recovery stuff already. We talked on it. Um, arthritis, that's a tough one. Uh, it, it, it depends, um, on you. It depends on a lot of things, but from what studies do show, uh, exercise helps. Exercise. Yeah. Moving. Yeah. yeah moving just, just and moving exercise and helps. Doing it, stuff and, it yeah. might hurt at first and so forth but through consistently doing it and really putting a big focus on proper form. If you've got arthritis form should be your biggest thing that you focus on every single time you do something. Um, But other than that, I mean like exercise will help you in terms of all that stuff. Um, All right, let's get into actual stuff. Uh, How do you increase lean muscle mass? Eat Eat adequately, eat adequate protein, lift weights. Uh, don't be afraid to lift more weight. You have to challenge yourself if you want to build more. Yeah. I mean, that's an easy one. Um, you know, you got it. It's going to be hard to build, build lean muscle if you're under eating. Yep. 
you know, so like Tyler said, make sure you're getting enough protein, make sure you get enough carbs, um, yeah, and lift, lift weights consistently and, and challenge yourself. You know, we don't want to just grab some 10 pounders and, and do 10 reps with that. If really you could do like 40 reps with that, that's, that's not going to get you anywhere. So yeah. use, use an appropriate amount of weight that you can use good form, but it's challenging on the last couple of reps and, and eat some food and, you know, you'll build some muscle. Um, do you do cardio before or after resistance training slash training sessions? Uh, which we tapped on this one like a long time ago. Um, at one point, uh, it doesn't matter, you know, if we're looking, yeah, if we're looking at the average person coming to the gym, it doesn't matter. Um, you know, it's just extra movement that you're kind of throwing in. Um, so it's not the end of the world, uh, when it comes to that stuff. So do what you feel is best. Now I know when we talked about it way back when, we did suggest that you do resistance training first. That way you're at your freshest, you have your most amount of energy. Uh, that way you can really put the big focus on the lifting weight side of things because that's how we build the muscle that helps build the metabolism. Um, but it's dependent upon what fits your schedule. It's dependent upon you know what your current goal is. But ideally... I think from way back when our consensus was resistance train first, then if you want to add some cardio in, cool, but you do what you have to do that makes that fits your schedule. Yeah. Either way, it's, it's, it's another one of those things where it really only has a significant impact at the extremes. Yeah. Um, for the, for the, for the ham and eggers like ourselves, uh, that are just kind of, you know, working out to, to yeah, be healthy, be in shape where it doesn't really matter that much. Um, intensity obviously matters. What your, what your goals are matters. You know, if your goal is to get stronger and then you're, you're rattling off 45 minutes of sled sprints or whatever, before you, you lift weights, that's obviously going to impact your, your weight training. But yeah, you know, I, I do it both ways. You know, when I work out in the morning, I, I tend to like doing a little bit of cardio first, you know, as I'm slugging some caffeine just kind of helps me, my body warm up, wake up. So I'll do, you know, some treadmill or, or whatever it might be before. If I'm going to do like a run or like a bike interval thing or something, like I'm going to do that after lifting. Um, so it's, it's whatever. I mean, you can, you can do it either way, you know, whatever you got time for, but if you're going to do cardio beforehand, you know, you just want to make sure it's not too intense and you're just doing some, some kind of low intensity, steady state kind of stuff. But yeah, again, it's like, you know, maybe that matters if you're a pro bodybuilder at 2% body fat or something, you know, maybe that yeah. matters, but at the end of the day, do what you got to do to get it done. Um, not that big of a deal either way. Yeah. All right. Last one. What diet is best? pescatarian vegetarian vegan eating meat what are the pros and cons of each which we kind of we dove on this a long time ago long time ago um yeah you can go whichever one you can do yeah <laughs> you know it, th there might be some differences and you know everybody has a different food sensitivity everybody's got food allergies now apparently you know, everybody does, but, you know, depending on sensitivities, food allergies, whatever, some might be better than others, but really it's whatever one you can do. None of them are really better than others. You know, if you're trying to lose body fat, you got to be in a calorie deficit. So whether you're eating a shit ton of fish to do that, or you're eating a bunch of plants, you know, it, it is what it is. So as long as your calories are where they need to be and you're getting an adequate amount of protein, doesn't really matter um i mean i don't know i guess you could argue if you're just eating like butter wrapped in bacon and cheese all day then you're probably not going to be super healthy um, yeah i mean if you want to know our viewpoints on certain diets like go back and listen to a bunch of episodes um but i my my look on this is simple i i don't believe that there's you know one diet that's better than the other i think they all have their place but i think People, again, as we've talked about, take them to the extremes of stuff. Um, you know, if we're really looking at having a balanced nutritional aspect of life, like we got to 
you're almost going to be kind of like picking a little bit from each one of those types of diets. Like that's all it is, is people took this idea, you know, this aspect of, you know, nutrition, and then just took it straight to the extreme and marketed it out. You know, keto is like eat as much fat as possible and no carbs. And it's like, that's not really the best thing in the world. Like there's parts of keto that are okay, but like you got to do it in the right way. Pescatarian, same thing. Paleo, same thing. Like it, it, there's, you have to be very, very like diligent on that stuff. Like you have to really know what you're getting into when you get into that sort of stuff. And that's why I find just having a better balance and, you know, just kind of going like, you know what, paleo is a little bit more whole foods. I'm just going to focus a little bit more whole foods and so forth. And that'll, you know, that's that aspect of paleo. And then keto is eating a little bit more fat than carbs and whatnot. Okay, cool. Like sometimes your body might respond better that way. Some people do respond better with more fat than carbs. Other people, it's the other way around. Like you're kind of picking and choosing from a little bit of everything, um, you know, and that's super helpful. Vegetarian and vegan is sometimes okay. Cause it helps with bringing down inflammation in the body and so forth like that. So sometimes it's helpful also, like you can't, you can't be like sucked into one side because you're going to miss out on a lot of other potential benefits that you could be receiving from other things. If you were to just find a balance with all that, which is extremely hard. So, yeah. And, and I think this, I think we talked about this in that episode, but you know, look for the commonalities amongst all, which is usually protein, vegetables, you know, like in order to yeah. eat, you know, if you're going to keep your carbs low on like a keto type thing, then you're going to have to eat a lot of vegetables. You know, if you're eating whole, focusing more on whole foods, you know, obviously that's going to be vegetables and meat, you know, and stuff like that. And so pretty much look, you know, look for the commonalities, a couple of those, you know, fatty fish is going to be a good thing, like salmon or whatever it might be. So that's probably a good thing. Uh, Adequate protein is a factor in all of them. So that's probably a good thing. And again, like vegetables and whatever it might be. So, you know, look for the commonalities, but again, if you're, it's it's going to be the one you can stick with for a long period of time. So if you feel better eating carbs and you like carbs and then you try to do a very, very low carb or no carb diet, how long are you going to be able to do that? You know? So keep that in mind and and keep in mind life, you know? So if you're trying to do a diet that is difficult to do, if you go out to eat or you're in an event and there's a menu that you're not in control of, like, are you always going to be able to follow that strict plan if you're not totally in control of the options? Probably not. You know, if you're, if you're going for more of that, Hey, let me focus on protein. Let me focus on, you know, a little bit of carbs, a little bit of fat. Let me focus on vegetables. Like you can probably pull that off in any situation, you know, any restaurant, you can get a lean piece of meat and some vegetables. And then if you want some rice or a potato or something, yeah. if you're in an event and they got a, you know, they bust out the old sternos for a little, uh, little buffet set up. <laughs> they probably got some type of meat or fish. They probably got some type of rice or potato and they probably got some veggies. So, yeah, you know, those are, those are kind of the, the focuses in my mind that make a good diet, no matter what it is, you can, you know, adjust around the carbs and the fats and adjust around the types of foods, you know, whether it's more whole food based or whatever. But at the end of the day, you know, I think those are kind of the three main things that you can kind of do forever yeah. in any situation and be able to do relatively easily with variety. Yeah. So the best one is the one you'll actually do for more than three weeks and you'll be successful. Yeah. What That's that, man. How long was that? What, I have 40 no minutes, idea. 45 yeah. minutes or something? Yeah, something like that. No, that. Whatever. Good episode. Good yeah, questions. Good. Good Great stuff. questions. Being able to actually, you know, know that we're talking about the things that you are most interested in is is helpful. You know, we we try to give you what we think is going to be helpful, but every once in a while, knowing where your heads are at as listeners uh, and being able to to give you our take on it um, is is fun. So it's yes, a good it episode. Is. Appreciate the questions. Keep them coming. You know, these were mainly uh, these were we're almost exclusively Catanning questions today. Yeah. So, you know, maybe we'll get a post up in, in Leechburg and Cheswick, get some questions out of there. Just keep it rolling. So that's it. Good stuff. Good, uh, 
good episode. Let me see if I got anything to talk about. <laughs> oh yeah, I got one. Okay. <laughs> I got one real quick, real quick before we go saving it for the end. So if you don't want to hear the BS, yeah, and said stop now. Yeah. You, you got all the info, but uh, I was in the car the other day. Radio station was taking calls, right? Oh God. So right off the bat, you know, the type of person that's calling into a radio show, you know what we're dealing with here. But yeah. So the the prompt or the question was if your significant other looks like a celebrity. Oh, get out of here. Right. So you know automatically based on the prompt and based on type of people that are calling. Like, have you ever been around when somebody like says somebody like their significant other looks like a celebrity or something and it's just not the case i i've been around like instances where they're like oh you look like this and it's and like everybody turns to look and half the faces are like and so none of and none of these people that are calling in are saying their significant other looks like yeah somebody that's not really attractive you yeah. know the, the, the people they're saying they're looking like it's like all right you wouldn't be you wouldn't be calling into this radio station if that was true just based on the fact that you're calling in and responding to this question makes yeah. me think your husband more closely resembles donkey kong than fucking george clooney <laughs> you know what i mean we just <laughs> we can just tell by the fact that you're calling in and answering uh, this, your, your husband does not look like whoever you're saying he is. Which this leads me to, to, to question you and anybody else out there. Have you ever been been accused of looking like anybody? Accused of looking like anybody? I mean, accused is a negative connotation. Yeah, that's has a, anybody that's a... ever said you, you look like anybody? Um... Yes. So there was one time somebody said my face and my haircut at the time made me look like Channing Tatum. Oh, come on. Get which I said, that's bullshit. That, that's that person probably called into the radio station and said their husband. Yeah, I was like fucking Brad Pitt. I was like, that's bullshit. Now, there is another time I have a picture of myself in my senior year of wrestling. And the way that I look in that makes me look like a young Adam Sandler. <laughs> young sandman yeah it, it we're talking look, like water like, boy sandman yeah like i had like the exact same style of haircut and like just how my face was like spot on almost like a young adam sandler sort of thing Damn, young uh, sandman i'll have to see if i can find that picture for you but he got the videos of sandler just balling <laughs> yeah there's a, there's a great a beast on the court, man. There's, there's a great, I love the, the, the memes that they make of him where it's like, this dude's worth 420 million. Yeah. And he's wearing like basketball shorts, past shit, his yeah. and stuff. I was like, that's the best. He looks homeless. Yeah. yeah that's, like, type of, that's the type of rich person I want to be around. Yeah. That's exactly what, <laughs> but yeah, yeah now I'm interested, man. I'm interested. Those are, those are the only two I've gotten. So I'd be interested to see what other people got. Yeah. I, I, I'm, I'm curious, man. Any, any listeners out there, uh, you know any any lookalikes out there any anything you've heard from multiple people um in different situations um i really haven't had many i mean the the one i got back in the day when i was wrestling when i was younger kind of had the buzz cut thing going on it mm -hmm. was like probably 50 times in my life i heard the randy orton thing uh, yeah. uh when I was when I was wrestling, but that was that was actually made me grow very long hair because I was mm -hmm. so sick of hearing that. Um, when you're trying to be in the WWE and you constantly get the uh, you look like somebody that's already in the WWE, it's not a good thing. So no, that's never. That was the only one I ever really got, and that was from probably 50 people. And Damn. I'd be fine if I never heard it again. So, Damn. uh, never really got anything else, but I want to, I want to hear them. I, I want to, yeah, I'm hear curious who, now who, who we got out there, but yeah, just that radio show, man. It's like, all right, hey, <laughs> let's People go. Like, oh, no, that stuff is wild. Probably a freaking two. <laughs> <laughs> and you're oh. calling him freaking Bradley Cooper. Oh, man. But hey. You know, whatever it might be. Last one, too, real quick. On the way home from Top Golf on Friday. Yeah. 
obviously, you know, traffic. We we like going at that Friday afternoon time slot. Yeah, it's a good it's time. Slow, but then by the time you know you got out of there later because you stayed yeah. or whatever. But then you end up driving home at four thirty, five thirty, like peak traffic. Yeah. So I'm getting close to Squirrel Hill Tunnel. There's an exit right before the tunnel to the right. So somebody's trying to get in car right behind me, just refusing to let them in. And these two rode this out as long as possible. Like Lord, the one car was riding the shoulder forever. Still trying to get in person behind me, just right on my ass, refusing to let them in. Nobody just slowing down to either let them in or just pop in behind that car. Yeah, Like drop in behind. They rode this thing out forever. We got through the tunnel the person whoever won the first whoever lost the first battle yeah then switched into the fast lane drove by and then cut the other person off right behind me good lord so the whole time i'm watching this like can you guys sort this out not right behind me because clearly what's going to happen here is they're going to be extremely focused on each other and somebody's going right into my ass yeah so i'm so once they made the pass and then he cut them off then the other person went to pass him, like put the window down. They're like yelling at each other. I'm like, if I had to break right now, done. For I'd it. be getting a new truck. I mean, it's like, can you guys fight this out? Not right behind me. Yeah, like somewhere else. Like so, that's the worst. Like, also, how you how you, how you gonna how are you gonna argue that much on the side, like on the what shoulder? Are we like doing like if you got in front of that car or behind that car, it what's doesn't matter. The difference. You're getting home maybe a second later if you go behind them instead of in front of them. Or if you let that person merge, you're getting home a second later. So I don't understand the the, the pissing contest with letting people in or not letting people in. Like what's Dude, the, yeah, the road the rage difference? on that stuff is wild. I mean, it's I'm wild. not sitting there trying to let four cars in, but I mean, I'll let I'll let a car in. Zipper, you, know? like, you got a zipper yeah, in. Like what are we one doing after the other? I mean, I don't I don't understand. But yeah, it's a good time on the on the way home from the top G, but. Appreciate everybody tuning in. We'll wrap it up there. Let us know if anybody, uh, if not just anybody, but like if more than one person yeah, yeah, yeah. has separately told you, you look like somebody and maybe we'll get some side-by-sides up on the uh, next episode on YouTube <laughs> and, and, and be the judge. But uh, appreciate you tuning in. Episode 91, you got Q's, we got A's. And uh, this, one's, this one's in the books. So uh, make sure you subscribe on apple spotify youtube whatever it might be leave a review leave a comment and uh we'll catch you guys next week see you